Welcome to this closing worship of reunion. We're just going to start with learning a song that we'll be singing in just a little bit. It's an Alleluia song from Zimbabwe. If you like melodies, here's how the melody goes. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Rachel, would you join me in singing this? So Rachel will be leading the melody singers. Uh, sing it with me a couple times. Uh, if you don't want to sing a part, this is the part you're going to be singing. Let's sing it. The word is hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And then there is a bass melody for lower voices, which just has a few notes. It goes like this Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You want to help me with this? This is Eric Fung, who's going to help me on the lower end. Hallelujah, here's where we start. I'll give you the hand signals. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. That last note is a little bit of a surprise, but we love it, so we're going to sing it. Let's try it one more time. Here we go. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You're going to hear this all together in just a second. But um, Eric is actually going to lead you on that middle voice. So if that one seemed too high and the one seemed too low, here's the just right part. And the just right part starts with a rest. You rest. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Rest. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. One more time. Rest. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Good, we're going to build this up for you. So, Rachel? You sing the first one. She's going to sing the top line. Anybody can sing the melody. Remember, you're singing at home. We're not judging you. All right, so uh, Rachel will sing the melody. I will sing the low part. And on the third time through, uh, Eric, would you join us in singing the middle part? And let's choose a part. And if you can't sing any of these parts, you can do this. <laughs> uh, Jess, why don't you play along with us right now as well? So let's start with the melody. Here we go. Bottom. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Let us worship. Let us worship God. Our opening sentences come to us from the 
the 150th Psalm, and we will be led in our call to worship by Alex Evangelista. Hallelujah. Praise God in the holy temple. Praise God in the holy firmament. Praise God for mighty acts. Praise God for exceeding greatness. Praise God with trumpet sound. Praise God with lyre and harp. Praise God with tambourine and dance. Praise God with strings and pipe. Praise God with resounding symbols. Praise God with loud clanging symbols. everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. O my soul, praise Him, for He is thy help and salvation. All ye who are here, now to His temple 
Welcome to our closing service of worship for Reunion 2021. We are very glad you're with us today. My name is Kendi Easley. I'm a member of the Alumni Association Executive Council and an alum from the classes of 1982 and 1987. We are grateful to Martin Tell, Michael Gittens, guest musicians, and AAEC member Alex Evangelista for opening our worship service today with scripture, music, and song. It is my great privilege to introduce our preacher for today's service, the Reverend Bianca Howard, serves as the past chair of the Alumni Association Executive Council and is an alum from the class of 2005. Reverend Howard currently serves at Zion Baptist Church in Marietta, Georgia. We welcome Reverend Howard. We are grateful you are with us today. Good afternoon, everyone. It is so good to be with you all today. I bring you greetings from Atlanta, Georgia, and it is always an honor to be with the Princeton community and be with my fellow alum. Amen. Uh, I thank God for this invitation uh, to bring a word to you all today. I thank God for the Alumni Relations Office for extending this invitation to me, and I pray that God is glorified through it. Let us pray. Father God, thank you. 
Thank you for this opportunity, God, to hear from you today. Thank you, Lord, for um, this time of fellowship, this time of renewal as we have been um, encouraged in our call with our fellow um, servants, God, during this reunion. God, I pray that your spirit moves in and through us uh, today. We hear from you um, and you just uh, give us the hope that we need to keep moving. We love you, God. We honor you and we give you all the praise and all the glory. Hear our prayer today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Our scripture today comes from Romans chapter 8, verses 24 and 25. That's Romans chapter 8, verses 24 and 25. And it reads, For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is not is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. My sermon title today, A Hope for Today and A Hope for Tomorrow. This word hope was always on my mind and on my spirit every time I thought of and prayed about this sermon for the Princeton reunion. It seemed that the Spirit of God was trying to tell me that someone listening to this message, no, wait, let me back up. All of us listening to this message needs some hope. I believe God wants to tell us something about this word hope that we are already don't know about and to give us all an extra portion of this hope for today and for the days ahead. If you didn't notice, I used the word this when I was speaking about hope because this hope that I speak of is the supernatural, all-powerful hope that only comes from the Spirit of God. This hope that I have only comes from the Lord. So what is hope? Hope is having faith. Hope is believing. Hope is dreaming. And hope is waiting with excitement and expectation for what is yet to be seen. Hope is peace in our souls that better days are coming and that trouble won't last always. Hope is the ray of sunshine that comes through the clouds on a cloudy day. Hope is still trusting when trust has been broken. Hope. Yeah, we all have hope within us, and I truly believe every human carries the seeds of this hope, even when we don't feel it, and even when we don't want to believe in it, or even when it's not active or activated in our lives. We all have it inside of us. We were all born, we are all born in sin and our sinful beings, but I choose to believe in the good, the good in humanity, the good in each of us, because of what God made was good, according to Genesis 1.31. We are good. Hope is good because God is good. God is hope and God is the creator of hope. And if we were created and molded in his image, hope surely lives within us all. Whether it's evident in our daily lives or buried deep down within us, the seeds of hope are planted inside of us and ready to be watered so that hope can grow through us and out of us for others to see. See, we need more hope today, amen? And because we are God's image bearers, we, were remind, we are to remind others that hope 
is not dead, amen, but very much alive in each one of us and in the world. So don't give up on hope quite yet because God has something to say about it today. Again, my scripture this afternoon comes from the book of Romans chapter 8, 24 and 25. And it says, for in this hope we were saved, but this is, but hope that is seen is not hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not have, we wait for it patiently. This is, in, in this chapter of Romans, the Apostle Paul is talking about living a new life in Christ through the Spirit versus through, versus living in the flesh. He is talking about these new bodies that we hope for beyond this life right now. He says that we will all go through suffering and we all go through hard times and all go through frustration in these old old bodies. And we this is part of the human condition that we're in. But those who are believers, there is hope for the future that lives beyond right now. He talks about our future bodies that we are all promised to receive, amen, and that we are all promised to receive after this life. Well, let me go back a sentence, go back a second where it says, but for believers, there is hope for the future that lives beyond right now. There is dreaming for our future. There is faith for our future that lives beyond right now. There is waiting and excitement and expectation for our future. There is peace for our future that lives beyond right now. See, we must believe in this hope for our future and, and, and not get so bogged down and worried and broken down about our right now. See, some of our right nows could almost kill some of us. Some of our right nows feel like hell on earth. And some of our right nows are the worst pain and the worst times in our lives that we could ever imagine. But for believers, there is hope. Amen. So in verse chapter, in chapter, uh, in verse 24 of chapter eight, it says, for this hope, we were saved. See, I think we all need to take a mental trip back to when we first believed to get back to this hope. That emotional first meeting with Jesus, that, that, that emotional encounter of meeting Jesus for the first time, that excitement, that hope, that belief in our newfound faith, believing in the realness of God and in the presence of God at that moment. And those seeds of faith, those seeds of hope that I, that I talked about earlier were planted in us from the time of our creation and were being watered at that moment and hope Hope was being blossomed into our spirits and we recognize who this hope was. This hope is what saved us and brought us into relationship with Jesus. And according to Romans 8 and 21, it was this hope that we were liberated from bondage, that we were liberated from bondage and brought into freedom with Jesus Christ. And it was with this hope that we look forward with confidence that he who began a good work in us will carry it into completion until the day of Jesus Christ, Philippians 1 and 6. This hope 
is what we all need to be reminded of today. The hope that brought us to salvation, the hope that liberates us, and the hope that is not finished with us yet. We must believe in this hope that was with us back then, that is still with us today, and will surely be with us in the future. Whatever we are hoping for, it is not over for you yet. God has something in store and you got to remember that the hope has carried you and it has led you before and it won't leave you now. For it was with this hope that we were saved. And then the verse goes on and says, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? Well, I believe that this is the faith part of hope, the blindness of hope that God wants to activate and grow within us today. See, these seeds of hope that are within us, that, 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 that are within us is what keeps us dreaming and keeps us imagining, keeps us praying for the things in our lives that are yet to be physically seen. But these are the seeds that God wants us to grow in our hope today. See, hoping is not enough. There's got to be a serious faith walk behind hope. We can't, we can hope all day long about things, but if faith and the, and the works of faith is not done and is not active and is not, is not act, is not active, is not, not backed up with some work, it is just a thought. It is just an idea that never goes anywhere. As James 2 and 17 remind us, faith by itself without action is dead. So Paul is saying in this verse, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. See, hope can't be seen, but faith can. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, now faith is the confidence of what we hope for and the assurance about what we don't see. In other words, faith is that confidence that grows hope within us. See, we can see confidence. Amen. And that is what we all need today. We need confidence to keep hoping. We need um, confidence to keep hope alive in us, to keep hope working and to keep growing within us. Confidence is what we all need. And some of us are lacking confidence in this hope and that this hope is our Lord. See, we all have to start trusting in the promises of God. And we have to start believing and trusting in what is not seen yet, but is coming. See, when we start growing in hope and in our faith walk, we change. We don't stay the same. See, whatever we are hoping for and whatever is expanding our faith right now, we can't be the same person and experience what is coming. We have to change in order to get to what we are hoping for. Amen. Growing in our faith and growing in our hope requires change. And we can't stay the same spiritually and receive what God had receive what God wants to give us and bring into our lives without growth. Faith equals confidence and confidence will change you and change your situation. Do you have confidence? in God today. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. 
Change has to come, y'all. Growth has to come in order for hope to work within us. Hope with some faith and faith with some works is a powerful combination. And so hope has been in our past and has brought us into the present. And hope is the faith we need and the confidence we are looking for to grow and change into our future. And so 25, verse 25 goes on and says, but if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Hope has got to be in our future in order to receive the promises of God. We can't physically see the future and what the future holds. So we have to hope with confidence and, and hope with patience of what God has in store for each of us. Proverbs 23 and 18 says, there is surely a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. This is a promise from God that our future is secure in him for those who hope in him and our hope will remain within us because of him. See, verse 25 also uses the word yet. For what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. See, the word yet means at this time, like right now, until, up until the present. And it means at a future time, a specified specific time, referring to something that will happen and may happen in the future. Well, whatever we are hoping for and have confidence in happening for us, the yet is our waiting place and our right now. And the yet is also our hope, it's also our confidence, and it's also our belief of what is coming for us. What is set for our future is coming, but we must wait and be excited about the yet, amen? Yet means it's not over, but to just be still and know that I am God. Yet also means as Romans 12 and 12 says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. See, yet is a great place to be. It's a great place to dream and a great place to pray and to grow in our faith and grow in our confidence before the hope is fulfilled. In having joy in the waiting and being reminded of Isaiah 40 and 31, that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles and they will run and not grow weary and they will walk and not grow faint. God wants us to know today that he is with us in this waiting. He hears our cries and knows our specific struggles and knows the hopes that we all have. The Lord has not forgotten about you and he sees you and he wants you to know that better days are ahead just for you.
So while we wait, we must not be anxious for anything, but in everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And while we wait, we must keep hoping, keep growing, keep dreaming, keep believing, and keep working with faith on our side. And while we wait, we must keep trusting God and God's timing because it's never too late for God. And whatever we are hoping for, it is never too hard for God. Remember, God is hope and he is the one who gave us hope and where hope never runs out. And remember, God is our hope and present and accounted for within us all. This hope that I have only comes from the Lord. As I close today, I leave you with this prayer and this hope from Romans 15 and 13. May the God of hope fill you with all the joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God's word for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for your hope. We thank you for the hope of within us. We thank you for the seeds of hope that have been planted in us. Activate them with, with faith behind it today, God. Help us every day, God, to keep hope alive and keep growing within us, God, so that your word will go forth and that you will be with us and know that whatever we are praying for and trusting you with, it is coming. Thank you for securing our past, our present, and our future with your hope. We love you. We honor you this day. Hear our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen.
come to a time of prayer. And we will pray with our words today, but we will also pray with our bodies and with our sighs, wordless prayers. Sometimes the words cannot hold our deepest prayers. The Apostle Paul says that the Spirit intercedes for us with wordless sighs and groans. Between the prayers that are spoken by Anne Henley, the choir will sing some words, but they also will sing some wordless sighs and groans. And we invite you to sing along with us, but we also invite you to pray with your bodies. Again, we can't hear one another, but we can see one another. If you turn on your cameras, go into grid view, we can pray with our hands, with the choir. And these are the gestures that we'll be using in our prayers today. Wordless is the prayer. Wordless is the hope. Wordless is the strength. And wordless is the joy. Let us pray. With sighs too deep for words, O oh Lord, we pray in silence, trusting you hear what we tremble to name ourselves. Yeah. 
With stubborn and persistent hope, O oh God, we cling to your promise that you are with us through every storm we face. With renewed strength, found through Sabbath rest and stillness with your spirit, we continue to pray and persevere. With sighs, hope, strength, and joy, 
We lift these prayers to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen.
amen and amen. Um, I'm Jan Ammon, the minister of the chapel, and before Anne Henley closes out the service for us, I just wanted to offer a few other words of thanks. Obviously, thanks to Martin, Michael, Melissa, and the choir for their wonderful contributions to our service today. I'd like to also say a very special word of thanks to our two soloists, Rachel Johnson and Eric Fung. Rachel and Eric are both gradu graduating Saturday from the seminary. Um, they're pretty excited about that. Um, they have, as you can tell, have wonderful gifts that they've shared with our community, and we love them and we will miss them. Bless you. And there's just one other thank you I'd like to extend, and that is, it is a huge task to plan a reunion, but it is an especially huge task to plan a reunion in the middle of a pandemic and doing everything online. So I would just like to invite those in the chapel and those of you online to join me in offering a clap offering to God for Anne Henley. Thank you. Friends, I wish you could have seen me clapping for all of you, for all of you who have joined us and for all of you whom Jan named and Jan, thank you too. Over the last three days, we hope you were fed. We hope we fed your souls, that we inspired you, that we lifted your spirits, and that we strengthened the ties that bind you and our beloved Princeton Seminary community. We also hope you heard a collective call to go out into the world and proclaim the good news of the gospel with faith, hope, joy, laughter, and courage. Friends, we are the church together when we love and serve God together. So may you leave this experience with the blessed assurance that though the days may be long, though we may wait, and sometimes we may feel like we're faithfully walking in circles, God is with us in these extraordinary and ordinary days. And may that peace and assurance live inside you this day, reminding you that our stories connect us, our stories continue, and many good things come out of Nazareth. Go in peace, my friends. We'll see you again soon. Amen.